0: Hi, I'm Jen and I'm Ellie and we're the
1: founders of The Communications Works. Between us, we've got more than 50 years of experience in communications and PR.
0: We're here to help you avoid some of the mistakes we've seen and the challenges we've experienced along our way.
1: And we're here to give you the confidence to communicate better. Presentations. How do you feel about them Ellie? Well, it really depends. It depends whether I've had time to
0: rehearse them or whether I'm just being thrown into it without actually any preparation. If I don't have preparation, I can be really nervous and you can hear it immediately in my voice.
1: What about you? Actually, I used to hate delivering presentations. I remember one of my first very big presentations. Gosh, it was probably almost... About 20 years ago, and I think actually, Ellie, you were probably there, we were hosting a conference in Prague, and I had to stand up in front of a group of about 100 people, and I had never spoken with that many people before, and I meticulously prepared my notes, and I had rehearsed it, and I just had this pit in my stomach the whole time when I delivered it. I don't know if I was good or not. Um, probably okay look it was 20 years ago at the beginning of my career but it was yeah I still remember that and I remember the feeling that I had but I have delivered so many presentations since then actually now I really love delivering presentations I have a lot of fun with them
0: I think you get a high. You know if you've done it really well. You know instinctively whether you've nailed that presentation or whether you were a bit
1: wobbly. Um, but that feeling is second to none when you've done it well. Definitely. And, but do you know the one thing I never do is I never, ever wing it. I will never wing a presentation because I have had the experience of winging presentations and it never turns out well. Practice is
0: so important. I stress it all the time, and any presentations I've got to do, I you will find me somewhere beforehand, preferably in a room where no one is, but standing in a corner, actually speaking out aloud and saying what I've got to present.
1: Definitely, and you know, practice I would say is actually the secret sauce to any presentation. Everybody has it within them to be a good presenter, and. You know, the thing is, is we all have different styles. I don't think that there should be a cookie cutter style for how people present. And I say this when I do coaching with people to help them prepare their presentations or deliver presentations, that we kind of look at taking you and maybe make it like 10% better because we all have interesting things to say. We just need to find the ways to go about doing it. I want to walk through today a few different ways that people can deliver presentations better because there is a bit of a formula for how you can do it and tips and techniques that you can use to make your presentation better but at the end of the day we all have our personal style and we should look at making that better rather than trying to be somebody that we're not.
0: So the first thing we always suggest you look at is your pitch. How do you sound? Have you heard yourself recorded? Have you ever listened back to what your voice sounds like? Is it nasal? Are you typically very loud or do you speak really softly? Listen to yourself. See what you like about your voice. Is there anything particularly that you want to change? And recognize your voice as a tool. It's a tool for getting a message out there for speaking. And practice what you sound like. Practice if you want to sound calm, if you want to sound energetic. How do you want to come across? Practice that. Um, get to know what you want your natural pitch to sound like.
1: Do you know, I'm always really surprised when I listen to myself speak and I hear myself back on videos that I always find that I sound better than what I thought that I did. Um, and Maybe it's because I don't necessarily know the sound of my voice and I've heard myself played back sometimes. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's not too bad. (laughs)
0: Actually, whenever we do media training, we always find that the first interview that we record with people, they're... They don't really pay, they pay attention to what they look like a bit, but most of the time it's like, do I really sound like that? People are so surprised by the sound of their own voices. So do have a listen, see what you sound like, see if you like what you sound like.
1: Don't be surprised. And uh, on the voice side as well, there's another thing that oftentimes when people get really nervous, they end up speaking too quickly And when you're delivering a presentation, that is definitely a no-no because if you're speaking too quickly, oftentimes it's going to be very difficult for you to get your point across. So we say to make sure that you work on your pace. And this, again, it all comes back to practice, that when you have time to practice your presentation, you'll be able to really work on your pace. But what's interesting as well is, As you get more comfortable with doing this, that you can play around with your pace a little bit as well. So if you're saying something that maybe needs to have a bit more emphasis, you might want to slow that down just a bit. Or if you're saying something really exciting or it's happening really fast, you might want to go and increase your your pace as well with your voice. And this is where you have the opportunity to practice and build the drama or emphasize key points when you're delivering your presentation. Don't be monotonous. And that leads us on to the next
0: point pausing. Pausing can be really dramatic. It's never a race when you're presenting. Um, yes, people try and fit too much into presentations often, speeches often. But a pause helps people understand what you've said. It also adds emphasis. Um, so and it's really important to convey m- your emotion while you're speaking and avoid, as Jen said, a monotonous delivery. And it keeps the people you're talking to engaged. So look at your material and pinpoint exactly when you could add a pause to add emphasis or to add drama. Um, and passion, conviction, and enthusiasm are really key in this um, to helping project and helping get people to, to understand what you're saying.
1: People also really struggle with projection and projecting their voice. And what's interesting is some, I, I talk to some, some of our clients and they'll say to, oh no, I can't present well. I find it really difficult to project and people don't really hear my voice. But a lot of times it's not about making yourself louder. It's also about working on your breathing because a lot of times when we get nervous or if we haven't prepared, people tend to do shallow breathing and that makes it much more difficult to go and project their voice. So if you're able to work at getting your breathing a bit more into your diaphragm and have those breaths and take those deep breaths... It allows you to work on the projection and also the pace of your presentation as well. Breathing is such a, uh, an important aspect to making sure that you can project well when you're giving a presentation.
0: Now, personality also has to shine through with the presentation. Obviously, it is easier often if you're face to face in a room with people that your personality can shine through. But even online, there are ways of making sure that people kind of know about, you know, your personality, get that across. Obviously, eye contact is really important. So even if you're doing it on Zoom, your presentation or another software, then looking at the camera directly. Don't look at other parts of the room Um, and obviously the content of your presentation comes into this. So make sure that your content is entertaining, that you have stories, that you back it up, that you make it engaging for people to look at. You can save the dry presentations, the tr- the dry information for emails, but in presentations, you've got to let your personality shine through. Now, you know, don't don't kind of stop gesturing. Don't forget to use your hands, get to use, you know, use your body, even if i online, you can use your your hands to a certain extent. I often speak. You can't see me right now, but when I speak, I always use my hands. I do gesture quite a lot. The other key thing is smile. Even if you're doing a podcast, you can tell if someone is smiling. A smile goes a long way. Now, obviously, it depends what you're talking about. But even in, you know, the most serious presentations, perhaps you're talking about a tricky subject. A smile goes a really long way to kind of getting people on your side and and people kind of buying into what you're saying.
1: One other thing that I think is important with that, too, is eye contact. Whether you are doing your presentation online, now sometimes I know people find it a little bit difficult when they're online because it, they find it kind of difficult as to where they're going to look. And typically, with that, it's better to look more at the camera. But then also, when you're speaking to a large group of people, this really helps your personality show through. Now, you hear old school presentation coaches, they'll say things like, oh, you know, imagine the audience in their underwear and look at them that way. No. But what I typically do is I will look at different people in different parts of the room and move around because that creates a bit more engagement and to have a smile and to have that positive body language. Because as I said at the very beginning, this is really about you. But maybe just amping it up, increasing it by about 10%. You plus 10% really helps you shine through and helps you shine through with your presentations. So the five key areas that we would say that really help to smash that presentation for you to make it a fantastic presentation is your pitch, your pace, your pause, your projection, And your personality. You plus 10%.
0: That's it for today. Tune in for more episodes.
1: Trust us, it just works.